Arcade Cozy, the coziest game room on the internet. My name is Chris. My name is Corey. And we are back again. Corey, mm. um, now, uh, I'm just going to keep this train rolling week after week. Now, not only do we live in a world where there are bears with guns. Yeah. Yes. Um, and Ichiban is hanging out in Hawaii. Yes. Um, but uh, spaceships. Uh, they fly out of babies' mouths. Um, yes, they do. Uh, and there's a lady, and she mm-hmm. has like hands on her shoulders. Yes. Um, and there's also like a stop motion puppet that hangs it's, at your pants. Do um, you think that's uh, the Timothy Chalamet voice or face scan? Is that? Oh, that could be. I bet. That'd be hilarious. That would be awesome, is what that would be. Yeah. Um, Everybody, stay to play. It happens. Um, Earlier in the week, PlayStation's PlayStation's Nintendo Direct uh, Developers Conference, if you will, um, where they showed off, among plenty of other things, uh, Death Stranding 2. Showed off a lot of Death Stranding 2. Mm-hmm. Um, like a, a, a whole lot of Death Stranding too, like a ten like minute 10 trailer. Minute. Yeah. yeah. Um, then plus another few minutes of Hideo Kojima talking. <laughs> so, yep. um, so Confirming yeah, effectively another Metal Gear game without it actually being a Metal Gear game. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, we'll talk about that. We also have still been playing more Yakuza. Um, Cause what else are we going to do? Um, so that's what I, I hope you guys are ready for Cause that's what we're talking about today. Um, maybe a little bit other stuff, you know, I guess before we lead off, or before we go into the state of play, Corey, um, well, first off, how are you doing? I'm doing good. Had a good week, good week of gaming, good week of, um, hanging out. Um, we are deep into, um, only murders in the building. Mm-hmm. We've been watching a little just a lot of that. It's pretty good. Um, so we watched them. Like I said, finished season one. We're halfway through season two. We just watched um, maybe one of the dumbest movies I've ever seen, um, but absolutely hilarious. Um, Bottoms with uh, Ayo Edebiri. I'm mispronouncing her name. Um, oh, from uh, the bear. From the bear. Yeah. Yes. Um, it's uh, just like a wacky, like r- raunchy, like teen high school comedy that's just way over the top it, it's Weird. it's crazy okay where they they create like a female fight club so they can like sleep with their like girl crushes and okay. <laughs> is effectively the premise of it um it's hilarious it's stupid but like genuinely it was a really good movie okay um it's like an hour and a half at most uh marshawn lynch isn't it okay um Check it out. Yeah, it's, got, it's great. It's, it sounds like it's got a decent cast. It's got, it's got a lot going on for it, and yeah. um, people should watch it. It's hilarious. Okay, sweet. How are you, though? I'm good. Um, busy week. Um, you know, classic, uh, you want more responsibility at work, and they give it to you kind Oof. of thing. Oh, mm. <laughs> um, hate it when that happens. Yeah, it's it's been good, but it's been like, man. You know, work's been, I've been slammed most days for work. I feel like, you know, it, 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 it ebbs and flows. There are plenty mm-hmm. of times where it's like, oh, you know, I really feel like 
there's not a whole lot going on today. Or I'm just kind of like waiting for other people to get back to me. But it's like, you know, I am constantly behind. It's yeah. what it feels like the last couple of weeks have been. Um, so super stressed during the day. And I told you like pre-show, like I've been playing Yaxa uh, yeah. Infinite, like, like a Dragon Infinite Wealth. But um, I've been also falling asleep very early um mm. every night i mean i have to I've just been tired so um so it's been it's been a thing but otherwise uh good i've uh you know so it's we've we've been having a good time around here um so yeah can't complain um cory before we go into the state of play um let's talk about a couple couple other things namely uh suicide squad justice league mm. came out yes yeah. Yeah. we haven't played it but it's, no. um it yeah. did it did come out um and surprisingly i don't know not not surprisingly but like you know it's it is doing it it feels like it's i don't know like i i feel like whenever i think about something like avengers or mm. um what was the uh, anthem um whenever i think about those games like those games there was not much about them that people were like people were able to shit on them pretty easily and pretty readily like even for all of the budget and everything they were like man like even if i'm having fun quote unquote they were like i just i can't like look past all that this is doing wrong and it really seems like Suicide Squad is making a decent case for itself to be like be a game that maybe you should play, like depending mm-hmm. on who you are. Like it definitely has this. So, you know, it's it's gone through ups and downs. It was like, you know, Rocksteady announces they're doing a new game in the Arkhamverse. OK, really high up here. Yep. And then, mm-hmm. you know, they a like some of the ui gets leaked and it's like oh no there's it's like a live service game and you're like buying skins and stuff no way way down here <laughs> mm-hmm. and then you know they kind of make a change and they show off trailer and it's oh it looks really fun oh Ke- this is uh kevin congroy's last batman mm-hmm. appearance he's okay we're going back up and then it's like ah but then you know it's just a lot of like shooting at targets and waves and eh, it's back down like it's been this it they've had this kind of like roller coaster about them to the point where it's like, I think most people kind of feel like hey, if I'm, if I'm looking for that type of game, I could do worse. Yep. But if you're not looking for that type of game, then you probably don't really want it. And that kind of seems like it's tracking somewhat is that, you know, the people who are into like, who are wanting this style of game, they just want to have a little bit of fun with friends and stuff they're finding that here. Um, they're able to go in and they're, you know, the traversal is supposed to be really fun. And like, just the, I think the characters play differently and it's supposed to be interesting with all that. Um, but it's the, it seems like the real kicker. And honestly, like the, the only thing that would pull me in to it is the fact that it is a continuation of the Arkham verse yeah. uh, effectively where it is like, this is after the Arkham games canonically. They're like, this is continuing all of this stuff. The Batman that appears in this is the Batman that you played in Arkham Mm -hmm. Asylum. Um, And so like 
And from everything I'm hearing from people talking about it, it's like, yeah, I mean, if you are an Arkham fan, there is some really neat stuff to dig into here. Because um, Rocksteady is is great at that. Like, regardless of what the game is, like, they filled all of the Arkham games with all of these little Easter eggs and just fun little things to kind of hunt down. Um, so it it seems like it seems like against all odds, they are still making a case that like <laughs> Suicide Squad, you might should play it um, mm-hmm. if you if you can kind of dig into it. I think it kind of comes down to what is your like how long is the game? And I heard somebody kind of talk about it this way: is like if the game's like twelve hours, then yeah, I'll I'll push twelve hours through that. Mm-hmm. But if it's like if their story is going to be doled out over multiple seasons over the next two years. They're like, I, I don't want to be in for that ride. I don't, yeah. I'm not here for that. Um, so, you know, it is such a weird thing. Um, but it is, I mean, at least a good thing that they're making, you know, they're, they seem to kind of be pulling it together a little bit. So that's nice. Yeah. It's, yeah, it, reviews came out this week and they were not very glowing. Yeah. Um, not to poop on IGN, but they gave it a five. Mm-hmm. Um, and a lot of people who were playing it were like, okay, it's not a great game. It might not even be a good game. They're like, I don't know if it's a five is what most people were saying. And mm-hmm. I think from there you saw a lot of people, I think, talking like it does have some engaging gameplay. The story itself um is fairly good i think it had a similar issue that something like the last of us part two happened where some of these big dramatic moments in the game were leaked ahead of time and so these are so many people's first early impressions are some of Mm. these some of the game's highest moments or more the most like impactful story moments people are just looking at that and subjecting the game to those little two minute segments um, which is unfair to it um and so i hate that for the team i hate that for any studio that's getting leaks ahead of time all that being said and you know it's not fair to them um but at the end of the day it does seem like it doesn't quite can hold that gameplay and that fun factor for the full length of what it's bringing than the idea that they are going to be continuous seasons building onto the story it's tough because I just don't think that that's what, and we talked about a couple weeks ago, it's not what this, the fan base of these games really want is this. Um, And it definitely feels like it's more of a, like we said, like a higher up executive. We need a live service game. We can keep bringing in money over several years. That's a lot of studios are looking to do. I think there was a report this week. Was it Bloomberg? but if they effectively said every major console and studio is looking to develop some sort of live service game for the mm-hmm. sole idea of like continuous amounts of revenue coming in because they see stuff like Fortnite, Genshin Impact, um, even Honkai Star Rail right now, like all these games that are massive and bring in millions of dollars a day. And that's what they want to recreate. Yeah. And don't know if the um, Arkham Universe Suicide Squad like IP was going to be that for them. Um, so I hope for the best for them going forward, you know, games we've seen other games like 
No Man's Sky, um, even Cyberpunk 2077, like these games that start off pretty rough have, you know, revival down the line and get better and like find their like footing and their voice. Um, and so I hope that's going to be the case for Suicide Squad, Kill the yeah. Justice League over yeah. time as they kind of get to rework, retool some things, change some things, listen to the fan base, see what they want, what they're not liking. Um, don't, I think in this day and age, after those two games that were very big, critical disappointments, commercial, not, maybe not commercially, but like critically, um, you can't count out a game that has like the backing of their studio and the trust of the developers effectively mm-hmm. if they want to keep making it. So <clears throat> yeah, fingers crossed for them. Yeah. Um, yeah, there's, and, and it, it, screams of like all of the bad being a WB led thing Mm -hmm. and all of the good, like any of the good that's kind of seeping through is just rock steady. (laughs) Like trying to polish a turd effectively. And it's, you know, it is a like, it's tough, but yeah, I mean that it is a weird thing. Um, to be in that place where, you know, I don't know, like it's, I'm getting, I, I don't work in games, but I, I get a little bit of that professionally where like we will, I'll, we'll work with a client who maybe has like a higher up will almost on a weekly basis be changing creative direction you know they'll Mm -hmm. read an article or they'll see a competitor or something and they'll say well let's do it like them let's do it this is working for them i want to do it like them now even if it's completely you know breaking what they're currently doing and then you know the next week it's something else and it feels like one of those things where people who are maybe a little less in touch with some of those like aspects of like the like what the actual like consumer wants or you know whatever or what's actually working you know it's a higher up at wb who's just being like yeah you know that's destiny destiny's working yeah um mm-hmm. look at look at these other games that are able to just exist like we can do that too and what who better to do that than batman like yep. um you know it's it's that kind of thing where it's it is like it's not an awareness it's not coming out of a place of you know, we're doing it because there's a market need, but more of just kind of like a perceived, like this seems to be working for someone mm. we'll do it better. Um, so yeah, I don't know. Um, who knows? Hopefully, hopefully, you know, Rocksteady turns around and if not, then hopefully they blow us away with Arkham with something else. Arkham, uh, whatever's next. Arkham man. <laughs> Uh, Arkham man, Arkham man, man. Of a man of Arkham. Um, yeah. Aside of aside from that, Corey, not a whole lot of other stuff. Persona Three Reload also came. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. That is reviewing well. It seems like very the, well, really well. The only thing that because it's it's effectively like using Persona Five engine. Like it's just yep. it looks like pretty Persona Five. <laughs> Like basically, um, it seems like the only thing that's pulling it down is just the fact that like Persona 3 is an old game with like old, uh, like just 
systems, like the, the yep. way that it's laid out and the way that it kind of like does those things. It's like, you know, they didn't overhaul the entire game and make a new game. They like did remake it and they did make some quality life quality of life improvements, but they didn't like completely redo everything. And it seems like those are the things that are kind of bringing it down. Um, other than that though, I mean, it's, it's doing really well. It makes me really excited to hop in because it is, you know, it's a persona story that is like, I haven't experienced, um, is like admittedly, at least from everything that, um, you know, I know about it, a more like a creepier kind of, mm-hmm. more, you know, disturbing ish story. Um, not disturbing, but just like it, the subject matter of it being what it is. Like it's, it's just kind of a little, little heavier. Um, so I'm, I'm interested to see, see what that, see what all that's about. So, yeah, I, checked it out i played like the first 10 minutes of it mm-hmm. um just to see what it was about one of um my friends he played it and he was talking about it and i just wanted to see more than anything uh love the art style it is very much persona 5 yeah. um it plays a little differently with how they have set up the uh i guess like the navigation area mm-hmm. it's far more like side scrolling than like the 3D spaces of even like Persona 4 and Persona 5. It might change later on, but it seems very just not that you can't see the whole thing, but it's more of like you're just looking at a painting and you can kind of yep. like walk around in that. I don't know if that's doing a great job <clears throat> of how it looks, but it, it just feels a little older in yeah. some of the art style, even though it's been remade. And um, that's, and if I'm, remembering because i don't know i've i've looked up a little bit about persona 3 and if i remember right that that has always been a thing is that i think the only difference was that in maybe in persona 3 portable you had to click on the locations like you couldn't even move in that like environment Mm. you had to, you just kind of clicked around in places. Um, but it's always, at least from my knowledge, it's always kind of been like that. So, um, so yeah. Um, Um, and then trying to think very heavy subject matter out the gate. Um, and even in like the intro, like music video that they do at the beginning of those also deals with that. Um, just look into that if you, um, are curious about it and like, are wanting to go in blind, I would not recommend going in blind to that game. I would definitely look at kind of the ideas and the mechanics behind that game because it's uh, pretty heavy. Yeah. Um, yeah, even, even by like before ever really knowing about Persona, like I feel like persona three without even knowing about it like always just kind of was there in my mind is like oh i was like they're they're doing that like in a game like what like no way yeah it's a it's like a final fantasy game but but it's like that instead like it's it was always one of those things where it's like i would like just see a random screenshot and it just kind of seemed like this really edgy kind of like sub thing um that I never really knew anything about. Um, now look at us, 2024. Planet 
finally, almost, well, not yet, but, um, but I'll have you know, Corey, according to Polygon's official ranking of all the Persona games and spinoffs, um, Persona 5, the original one, ranks at number 10. Uh, Persona 3 Reload ranks at number 7. Really? Um, Where does Royal rank? Number 1. Okay, good, 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 good. good. Um, I, even five to be that low is kind of shocking. But. Yeah, I, I remember looking at it and I was like, I mean, I I loved five. So, um, so I don't know. Um, I don't know. But I've played five, Royal, and Persona 4 Golden. Um, and I, I would put it at three between those three. Um, okay, but. yeah. Um, yeah, it has the breakdown of the top 10, just because I'm here. Yeah, uh, I'm curious. Persona, Persona 5, Persona 3, colon, Dancing in Moonlight. It's the okay. rhythm game. Yeah. Uh, then Persona 5 Strikers, uh, Persona 3 Reload. Uh, <laughs> did you not like the Strikers answer? <laughs> no, I didn't. Um, I have played Strikers, and I would put that well below Persona 5. Uh, Who made this article? I have uh, words. Polygon. <laughs> When I say um, words, I mean, I have these hands. <laughs> um, then Reload, then Persona 2, Eternal Punishment, um, mm. which somehow is different from Persona 2, Innocent Sin. Um, oh, I, I, there, there's a whole thing I saw about that, but yeah. Yeah. yeah um, then uh, number four is Persona 3, Fez, which is yep. the um, golden royal yep. equivalent. So they have a female protagonist and a couple of different story things. I yeah. Believe. Number three is Persona 4 Golden. Number two is Persona 3 Portable. Um, P3P. P3P. And then Persona 5 Royale. Wow. Yeah. Um, the worst one, according to them, is the, the worst two are just two variations of the original Persona. So. Interesting. Where does Tactica land on this? Tactica is number 13. Wow. Right above or right below the original Persona 4. This list is, as someone who's only played four of these games, five, I guess you mm-hmm. count Tactica, the list is whack, Polygon. <laughs> whack. wonder. Objectively speaking. Not that, not that we've, we've only, we haven't done anything in the first half hour that we've been here, but it's, no. um, I think we're going to keep not doing things. Um, uh, I feel good about that. Uh, okay. Here's a, I doubt this is going to include, it's not going to include reload because this is okay. later. Um, but this one has, okay. So top 10 is Persona 4, Dancing All Night, then Persona 5, Tactica, then Persona Q2, then the original Persona. Wow. Then Persona 5, Striker. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Then Persona 2, and then the other Persona 2. Then Persona Mm -hmm. 3, Portable. Then Persona 5, Royal. Then Persona 4, Golden. Interesting. Mm. I mean, Golden's phenomenal. I, I put Royal ahead of Golden, um, th- yeah. though I do think Golden is more approachable. Yeah, having played both of them. Yeah, 
Um, so yeah, Corey, it's, uh, you know, it's, uh, it's, it's, it's tough to They're say. controversial There's, list. They're controversial list. Yeah. Let's, let's just be, yeah. be honest about it. No. Yeah. To, to, to wrap our persona discussion for, for everyone's, uh, sanity. Uh, Persona 3 Reload, I'm very excited to play. It's going to be a summer binge, is my plan. Yeah. Oh, damn. Kind of Funny has an every Persona game ranked video. Um, mm. Doesn't look like really- it. They start at number 11, though, so it's got to be mm. condensed. It can't be yeah. everything. Um, but they probably do like lump in all of the dancing games or. Probably. Know, so. Um, yeah, but Corey, let's, let's dive into the meat before we got, yes. we got no, no bun left. Um, t- today, just sauces. Uh, yeah, just, we're just licking, Condiments. licking ketchups. Yeah. Yes. Um, state of play Corey. Um, mm-hmm. it happens. Um, yes. yeah, it's was, it was a lot of stuff. Uh, yeah, what, what, what should we, what should we talk about first? What was there? What uh, stood out? I mean, the real question is, do we need to bring the Death Stranding conversation first or last? Because yeah. I feel like that, that that's the big one. It's it's going to last an hour either way, so we might as well might as well get started. Let's get started with it. <laughs> um, so, Death Stranding Two on the Beach is the title. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> which is, that is which is so weird. <laughs> I mean, if you have you finished played or finished the first game, I have not even started the first. Okay, I mean, I I get it. Like conceptually, it's just it's the the idea of calling it Death Stranding Two colon on the beach. Like there's just something about that that's well. Well, sorry, Chris. As someone who has played and finished (laughs) the game as a scholar over here, Uh I can. um, It makes a lot of sense with how the first game kind of ends was he did um, he finish the game on a beach um i, I won't spoil it for you <laughs> i just won't i won't spoil it for anyone else um but it's so they're creating a, they're making a second game which i don't know if death stranding really needed a sequel mm-hmm. uh, especially with again how the game ends i don't know if i even wanted a sequel because yeah. i think it ends on a pretty like bow tied note um so i'm curious to see what they're doing this time and it seems very much like the first game you are sam porter bridges um you are a porter a porter in this game is you are you effectively take um packages like you like the ups um from one face to another in the first game it's called Death Stranding has happened. The apocalypse has happened. But there's people still living. They live in underground cities. And they need supplies. Um, Sam Bridges as a porter. Um, he can survive effectively the, the strandings. Um, there are these black ink monsters that will attack him. Or these massive like supernova like blackouts. Um, or chiral explosions or something like that. Whenever someone dies, those will happen and he can survive those. Um, he can effectively like revive himself. Um, there's like different classifications for people who can do different things. I can't remember the exact like game terminology that they use, but on the scale, he's very low on it, but most porters can do what he does. And so that's the game. You, you're, 
you're connecting the United States of America from the East Coast to the West Coast is the game. And so you're taking packages from all these different underground cities and you're finding funky, fun ways to do it. And I personally have found it, it is one of the more relaxing, can be stressful, but like relaxing, like blissful experiences. And one of them, like Kojima did make a very, very unique game. I don't know if it landed for everyone, it landed for me, but this idea of, okay, I'm going to take a bunch of these packages. Um, I'm going to load them up on my body, between my shoulders, my back, uh, on my legs. I'm going to have a couple carts. I'm going to have this little robot carrying it as well. I'm going to see how much I can bring. I'm going to plan out this route. I'm going to stop at this small little bunker that this one dude lives in, this small little bunker that this one dude lives at, and then get to this big city one, Mm -hmm. drop off a bunch of stuff there, reload, and make my way over to this other city and stopping at these other little bunkers. And there's other little side missions of people this one guy, he just wants a pizza. He just wants a, a fresh pizza delivered to him. And so you got to pick it up at a city. You got 30 minutes to get there and back because you got to deliver your pizza in 30 minutes. And it's so, I can't say it's very fun. Uh-huh. There, are, there are moments of like combat that are done kind of well in the game. Um, there's, I mean, you can throw poop grenades and piss grenades. Um, you drink Mountain Dew. You can take a piss out in the wild. Like it's it's weird in mm-hmm. that way, and it's fun in that way. Uh, but I think the highest points of the game are like you planning out this thing and just seeing this beautiful world that they've created, and just Lord of the Rings thing, like just trekking across it. You um, has this wonderful soundtrack as you approach big cities that will like the score will fly in as you're coming near and it it's so good. Mm-hmm. Um, I, and all that being said, the fact that they're like, okay, we're going to do this again for round two. Uh, I find very interesting. Um, they're, they're upping the weird factor. They have, they have this weird puppet. Yep. Um, they have, um, Oh, what's her name? Her name's fragile. In the game. Yeah. Um, but um, she has these hands on her shoulders that do weird things. They light her cigarettes. She's back around again. Um, does she Baker. have those in the first game? She does not have those in the first game. Okay. That, um, that was the thing is that whenever I saw that in the trailer, I was like, I know I haven't played the game, but I also feel like I would have remembered. That yeah. No, nope, <laughs> she does like not a trailer have those. Or something. Um, yeah. I was uh, curious about that. The puppet feels very a uh, Mimir, God of War Mimir uh-huh. kind of a thing. Yeah. And I, I think that's intentional too by them. Um, but yeah, it's, they've, they've brought in a lot of new people. They've um, brought a lot of people back. Troy Baker is back, um, which is interesting uh, for the game as well. Uh-huh. Uh, does not seem as mad Mickelson is coming back for it also. Okay. okay. Um, but all around, I found it very compelling, very intriguing. Seems like they're doubling down on this strand idea. Um, and again, some of... Oh, I can talk about Death Stranding for hours, Chris. Like the, the simple <laughs> fact of the game of like, okay, also on this, I need to build a ladder. That way I can get from here to here. But if I'm mm-hmm. coming back, I want a faster way to do it. So I'm going to drop a rope and so on and so forth. And then anyone else 
in my like online network who comes across that, they're going to find my ladder and they can climb my ladder. They don't have to bring an extra ladder. They can just like, oh, it's there on that route. I don't have to worry about it. Thank you. Um, so and so person from whoever, and that person's me. Um, and yeah, just the interconnectivity of the mm-hmm. world. And as like you build and people build, like the world itself builds. Um, I think towards the end of the game, I was kind of like a little upset with it. I think it lost some of its like natural beauty of the game, mm-hmm. seeing ladders and ropes kind of everywhere. Of like, mm. yeah, there's there's places unex- like. It's one of the, like that meme of like born too late to sail the seas or mm-hmm. uh, not born late enough to sail the stars. It's one of those things at the end of yeah. that yeah. where it's just like, oh, this world has been explored mm-hmm. effectively. There's no new ground to cover. It's kind of what it feels like towards the end, yeah. um, which I think is the intention. But for Death Stranding 2, I'm excited. A little worried because I don't, again, I don't think it was needed. Um, but I will also fight a giant, um, dolphin mud monster any day of the week. Yeah. So, yep, sign boy. me up. Um, yeah, I don't have a ton of thoughts simply because I haven't played it other than it just, it's a lot of stuff that I'm confused about. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I could explain it, but um, I, I would be spoiling it for everyone because, again, if you finish the game, you very much understand what is happening in this trailer. Yeah. Um. So. So yeah, I mean, there's uh, it. It reminds me that I need to go and play Death Stranding. Um. Because it's a long game. It's a very long game. Yeah. Which is which is tough, Corey. Yep. <laughs> with um, but I do. I have a copy. I, I can play it. Yeah. Um, it's ready to go whenever I am. It's just, I haven't gotten there yet. Um, I would say it's broken up into like seven chapters. Okay. I believe it might be a little bit longer, but chapter three is the big one. And okay. you, you're going to get there after about like five to eight hours. Oh, mm-hmm. Sorry. Excuse me. I would say. Um, chapter three is like the meat and potatoes of the game. That's where yep. you're doing a majority of your porter work um, for and on is kind of where it gets um, a little bit um, shorter chapters. Um, who else is it? Margaret, Margaret, Margaret Quayley, who married Jack Antonoff of bleachers is also in the game. Oh, um, wow. mm-hmm. Sorry. I don't know why I just remembered that, but I did. Um, but <laughs> chapter three. Yeah. If anyone who else like doesn't want to drop 70 hours on this main story, cause it's probably about yeah. 70 hours. Play a bit through chapter three and you're going to get the meat of the game. That's where you get your poop grenades, your piss grenades, all your different wacky weapons, your motorcycles, your cyber trucks, you name it. It's there. Why did I think it was that much shorter? Yeah, Ooh, I mean, it is. How, how long to beat has it at 40 hours? The director's cut for some reason is 37. Interesting. Um, but... Yeah, I thought it was more in like the 20 to 25 range for some no, reason. I, I think it took me like 70. I did a good okay. bit of the extra stuff too, but 40 feels very generous. Maybe yeah, just that's, mainlined Yeah, that's, the, that's their mainline um, thing for it. But even still, that's longer than I thought. Um, interesting. Well, it doesn't come out till 2025. 
So there's there's time, um, maybe. unfortunately. Um, maybe. Um, who knows? Um, the, the the year is young, Corey. The year is young. Um, uh, speaking of a game that's coming out this year um, that was showed off, uh, Dragon's Dogma 2. Yes. Uh, it has been shown soon. before, but yep, yep. comes out, uh, what, March? Sorry. March 22nd. Dragon's Dogma 2 and Rise of the Ronin release <clears throat> on the same day. Okay. So I think that could be a, an easy um, dual conversation we can have about it. Yeah, very interesting. Um, yeah, Dragon's Dogma 2. Um, I don't, I haven't downloaded on my uh, PlayStation because it was, I think it was free with PlayStation Plus at some point. And yeah. um, so I have it there and like I've I've kind of had it ready just in case I would have the time. I'm not going to have the time. No, um, same. But, same. <laughs> but uh, Dragon's Dogma 2 looks really good. Um, I mean, just, it looks crazy. Yeah. Looking at it, it looks really, really solid. I'm excited for it. Um, going off of what you said, Rise of the Ronin, that also comes out in March, um, same day. Um, I watched the trailer and was kind of like, I was of two minds. Um, the, some of the traversal stuff, I was like, man, I was like, this looks, this looks like Assassin's Creed. Yeah. I was like, this is, I was like, this is some fluid movement. I'm liking this, like just grappling hook over here and then going into like a, going into a glide and flying Mm. around and stuff. I was like, I can dig on this. And then like it got into some of the combat stuff and it looked a little, it looked a little janky. Like, mm-hmm. um, and, and that's probably, it may be a little bit too, too soon to say that. Just given the fact that like, you know, if it is, say it plays like an Assassin's Creed, um, it, it, the older Assassin's Creed's had really good, solid combat. Um, yep. even if they didn't like, even if it was like, oh, you're, you know, you'll hit the guy and then you'll just slide sideways 10 feet over mm-hmm. <laughs> to actually hit him. Like, you know, the game felt good to play, even if the animations weren't always on point. And it's super possible that it could be this. Cause I mean, this is, um, who is it? Ninja theory. Um, yeah, they did Neo and Neo two, which right. are the more Japanese inspired, um, Dark Souls. Right. Um, and Ninja Theory also did, I mean, they've, um, is it Ninja Theory? No, it's not Ninja Theory. No, Ninja Theory does, um, Hellblade. Ninja Theory does Hellblade, but who is it? Ninja, that's what I was thinking. I was like, Ninja Theory doesn't sound right. Um, Ninja. Team Ninja. Team Ninja. They also did Wulong Fallen Dynasty. Yeah. Their their big thing that you might know them for is Ninja Gaiden, um, mm. which is which is you know kind of like in my mind is you know they they make or they have made stylish action games. They also made fighting games. I mean, they did mm-hmm. Dead or Alive for a number of years. Um, so yeah, and they also did Neo and Neo Two, and they've so they have a lot of experience with this. I'd be surprised if it doesn't feel good to play. Um, it just kind of like, I think there's like an expectation with the rise of the Ronin that like, oh, well, it kind of looks like ghost of Tsushima, 
Mm-hmm. And so it should have that level of polish and not necessarily, I mean, if it's because Ghost of Tsushima was also not like the most fast paced action, third person action thing. Like it, it could be, but it seemed like it was always kind of going for more of a cinematic, like, yeah. you know, it was very, like it was going for like a old samurai film sort of mm-hmm. vibe. Um, whereas this seems like it's more in the, you know, like, like team ninja is known to do like more of the stylish ninja flipping around doing like all this yeah. kind of stuff kind of thing. Um, so it's entirely possible that it is great. Who knows? Um, but yeah, team ninja, I mean, they, they're known for making great third person action. So I'm here for it. I like Neo. I never played Neo two, but I played all the way through Neo one. Um, really enjoyed it. Um, so I, I'm, I'm here for it. Um, I'm all about it. Um, yeah. Also, uh, what else they got? Silent Hill, Silent Hill, two games, Silent Hill two and Silent Hill colon the short message. Um, Silent Hill, the short message got a short release window in that mm-hmm. it came out immediately. What? Um, it's a, first person little little silent hill adventure thing that is very i mean at least looking at the trailers seems very reminiscent of like pt um like very very, very. much in that <laughs> in that range um so the fact that it's like a um it's a shadow drop thing you know it seems like they're kind of it's free yeah it's free it seems like they're kind of tapping into that energy a little bit um so there's that. I I don't know. Have you played that, Corey? I don't know if that's up your, no. up your alley. Now. <laughs> Absolutely um, not. You played uh, PT though, didn't you? I have played PT on multiple occasions. Okay. And um, when it first came out, um, me and my roommates at the time we played it uh, all together mm-hmm. in in one setting one night. Um, and I say in one setting, it took us several hours. Yeah. Um, and a lot of like internet research, yep. uh, especially towards the tail end. Um, but we were all taking turns on it. Yeah. And yeah. then afterwards I showed it to one of my other friends and he was obsessed with it. Uh, and he turned it into it. Anytime someone new came to his apartment and his friend's apartment, they had to play PT. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I was there a bunch and I probably played through PT no more than like seven times, Love I would it. say. Um, and it is a horrifying experience, no matter the time you play it. And I refuse to step back through that doorway ever again. Yeah, I get that. I saw PT, yeah, my PS4. Look at you. I, um, yeah, I never played it. I do not care to, um, Silent Hill is one of those things where it's like, yeah, I, that's, that's a step too far for me. Very far. Mm -hmm. Um, I just, I can't. That's not me. Um, as the kids today say, um, what is it? That ain't it, Chief. Um, is that is that what they say? I don't know. I don't know if that's what they say. I think that's what you <laughs> said. <laughs> is that what we say? <laughs> that's what I said. Is that millennial millennial slang? I think um, it's millennial slang. Okay. I was I, I mean Gen I, a. I'm familiar with it, but like the other mm-hmm. day I was looking at Gen Z slang just for like a joke that we were doing on um, work slack and that popped up in there and I was like, I 
was like, is that Gen Z? Maybe it's just kind of seeped over. I don't know. Um, that ain't it, Chief. I'll tell you yeah, that now. Yeah. I, uh, okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. Gen Z, uh, Gen Z kids, right in. You guys are, you guys are what? You're, you're bussing. That's your, that's your yeah. thing. Um, that's, that's the big one. Yeah. That's um, the big one. <laughs> yeah. What, what's other Gen Z slang? Um, is would goat be considered Gen Z? I don't think no, absolutely not. No, fam, that's not Gen Z. Nope. I mean, maybe they use it, but uh, yeah, none of this big yikes. Okay, that that I think big yikes is more Gen Z. Um, I use big yikes. I use the. That's not what I call it. But I mean, yikes. Yeah, I mean, I think yikes, but I think like specifically big yikes, maybe high key, low key, some of that Mm -hmm. could Mm be um, drip could be one. No, Um, no, you don't think drip? That's more millennial, I would say. Is it really? Yeah. I don't know. I maybe I'm on the older end of millennial. I don't know. Maybe. Who knows? Anyway, I don't know. Um, Silent Hill. Yeah, this one has that ain't it chief in there too. Look at that. What? Um, mm. Yeah. Uh, Silent Hill. Yeah. And then they showed Silent Hill 2, um, which is supposed to be more, I guess, like traditional Silent Hill, third person over the shoulder. Um, still, like, I well, just the don't, remake. I don't. So. Yeah. Um, yeah. You're right. Like a, a remake of Silent Hill 2. Um, so it's it's much more in keeping with that original Silent Hill vibe whereas like the short message is a first person you know yeah thing um it, so uh, it's a, go ahead no i'm say it looked janky it, it looked rough um mm-hmm. at times and I, I saw a thing from the developer afterwards where they said um some of the combat sequences that you saw were like from a year ago um okay. and they just haven't like polished some of the newer things that they've put in there which i thought was like why would you why would you not do that if you're showing off the game for the first yeah. time? Um but it it looked a little rough at times, but I know this is a big, 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 big re-release for the Silent Hill fans. And so I'm very excited for them. I will not be touching this game with a 10-foot pole. I just don't I, you know, I'm I'm scrolling through the trailer right now. I just don't get I do not understand (laughs) silent because it's like looking at these creatures, creatures, quote unquote, like, yeah, here's just one where it's like, oh, it's uh, some legs. But then on top, it's more legs. Yep. And (laughs) and here's like a, you know, uh, pyramid head. He's a he's a classic Silent Hill, Silent Hill guy. He shows up at the very end of this trailer. Um, he's got a big sword. Like it, yes. it's very like absurdist mm-hmm. stuff that is, but it's like, here's this other thing. It's just like, here's some legs in fishnet stockings, but then they're, it's just torso. Like it's, yep. <laughs> it's like, it's very, it's like, it's like a child made a horror figure out of clay. Is just, yeah. And yeah. I just don't understand like, the because I get it with Resident Evil where it's like, oh, it's zombies, and then it's like, oh, but these are just 
these are here's this like mutant big zombie and here's zombie dogs and here's like a yeah. you know mutant one that climbs on the ceiling but with this it's like <laughs> it's just these like there's a frankenstein in a back room who's just stitching body parts together maybe that's what happens i don't know i don't i maybe. know nothing about silent hill no um either. so yeah i don't know uh there was that um keep going through the the easy stuff sonic uh cross shadow generations yeah announced trailers Sh- or sonic generations was like one of the um kind of kind of a beloved sonic game that came out a little while ago that had 3d sonic and 2d sonic side mm-hmm. by side and you could play 2d sections and 3d sections and this it seems like also has shadow in there shadow doing Love this shadow. thing um which seems very like 3d sonic him you know beating beating people up um yep. who knows what that's going to be like um until dawn has a remake or not a remake yeah. a remaster uh-huh. um coming out on the ps5 which seems weird i don't know um just because like until dawn still looks good to me um yep. i don't think it needs it but you know we talked pre-show they're coming out with a um tv series so more than likely it's just kind of to keep it relevant and just have mm-hmm. like a new release thing out there and um what else was there Corey v rising coming to ps5 dave the diver coming to ps5 yes um a mm-hmm. couple of vr things um and then a couple of other big things namely uh cory get ready for this foam stars uh, coming yes to playstation plus um in february um yeah i mean it's gonna be free so yeah um Maybe. might might Unlikely. give it a shot um but uh yeah the real stars judas yes um, from uh, ghost fire campfire campfire ghost fire um campfire games i don't know um ghost story games their logo is a campfire <laughs> um uh yeah it's ken levine's studio um he was the like figurehead behind bioshock um and effectively at least looking at the trailer it looks like a lot of bioshock it's just bioshock (laughs) it's just bioshock which i'm i'm not mad i mean we haven't had bioshock in over 10 years i'm not mad about more bioshock um so so yeah and i'm i'm interested in a new just a new world here i mean Mm -hmm. like bioshock was very compelling very interesting but um you know i mean that that's the danger if they were to bring back bioshock 4 which i'm sure they will at some point like that's the danger of doing that is that you have to kind of play into that world that you built up and with this i mean ken levine's able to kind of like pour that into something brand new. So yeah. um excited to see what that looks like. Um was there a release date? No release date. Just no, no release date. In development. Um Stellar Blade, um, ironically, one of the last things we're talking about was the first thing showed off. Yep. Um, and they showed off a lot of it, Corey. Yes, they did. Um just well they they announced it what two years ago? Yeah, Something it's been like a while. That. Yeah, it's um they shut it off a while ago. Yeah. yeah. Um hey. good. No, I was gonna say it's a the typical PlayStation third person over the shoulder game. Um you play it gives me and 
correct me if you think otherwise, it gives me gigantic near vibes. Yeah. yeah. Um, where you seem to be some sort of automaton sent to Earth post apocalypse, and your goal is to reclaim it from a bunch of these robots and like foreign species that have invaded. Very near. Um, it's shockingly so, but uh, you're effectively playing someone who is questioning their, by the trailer's uh, indications, questioning their purpose. They have an assistant's like, what are you going to do after like you save the world? And she's like, I don't know. My, I don't have plans. My plan is to fight. That is my job, and that's what I'm going to do. And you're just like, hmm. Big near energy. Yeah. Big, big near <clears throat> energy. Yeah. Um, but to stop the comparisons from that, it does look very unique. It seems like it has some very fun, like, action sword gameplay. Quick, fast-paced, um, some pretty large-scale boss fights, an enjoyable world, uh, interesting cast of characters um, all around. I, I'm intrigued, and I will probably play it as well. They gave a release date of April 22nd, I think. Okay. Um, so coming out very, very soon. Yeah. Um, it, it looks good enough. Um from a gameplay wise that I'm going to kind of push back some of my comparison hesitation on that one. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's, it, it does give off. I mean, having still also not played near automata, um, which I would like to, and also own and could, um, but haven't, um, it does give off that energy. It gives off just in general, like platinum games energy um, because it feels like, I mean, platinum um, also made Bayonetta. They made vanquish. Um, You know, they've, they are just known for these stylish 3d action games. It gives off that kind of energy um, because it, it has, it seems like it has a lot of elements where it does have the almost kind of like devil may cry like close combat kind of stuff. But then it does have a lot of like uh, third person shooting elements. And um, there are a lot of like just big set piece moments and all these kind of things. So it's um, yeah, I'm, I'm really interested to see what it's all about. Um, seems super cool. Um, mm-hmm. April, April 26th. Okay. Um, close. So it'll be, it, it'll be like that, whatever Tuesday, Thursday, who knows? Um, so yeah, that'll be that'll be cool. Um, like more games coming out in the spring. Um, who'd have thought? Um, yeah, and the what was what was some of the last? Stuff? There's Metro Awakening, but yeah, Metro was... Awakening, um, one of their one of the VR titles mm. um, that they showed off, um, and then they had some Helldivers two. Um, which I'm excited that. for. Yeah. Um, you've mentioned that, uh, you've been texting, talking about it. Hell, Helldivers one didn't like super hit with me. Um, so I am interested like Helldivers two. Um, I didn't watch the trailer, but it is like, it, it gives off kind of the risk of rain versus risk of rain two energy mm-hmm. where like risk of rain, I think was like side scrolling. And then risk of rain two was like this, third person action game um it has kind of similar energy because like helldivers one was like a diablo looking thing and this seems more like it's destiny ish at least in like style of thing um Mm -hmm. but yeah that also comes out in like a month 
So no, it comes out Thursday. <laughs> Why yeah. did, for some reason, I thought it was early January. <laughs> yeah, no, it comes out um, this Thursday. Yeah, it comes out this week because it's February now. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's uh, a yeah. So that'll that that's cool. Um, yeah, looks good. Ma- looks wacky. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's the like I said, first Helldivers to play. Really fun. Didn't like love the progression of it. Um, so that's my biggest really worry. It, but um, but yeah, I mean, if it's if they kind of tune that in, and then it could be super cool. Um, anything we missed? No, I think they covered all of the major things from the showcase. Yeah. And so I feel like, I feel like it was a really good showcase. Honestly, um, they, they showed off a lot of things coming things. Um, the only thing we didn't talk about was, uh, Hideo Kojima's action espionage game, yeah. Yeah. which is what all the metal gear solid games under him are known as action espionage. Yeah. Which is interesting. Cause he, I might be mistaken. But I'm pretty confident he said he would never make another one of those again after he left Konami as almost like a way to like spite them. Yeah. Um, and here he is making a new one with PlayStation. And so either he really wants to, which I'm sure he does, and PlayStation threw him so much cash that he couldn't say no. Yeah. Um, yeah, he it's going to be interesting to see what it is because like at its core, I think some people just want, they want another metal gear solid, you know, they want like a, another game of that style. Um, I think people in general just want like, even outside of metal gear solid, like we haven't had a splinter cell. We haven't had like any of those games kind of in that style for a long time. Um, And so like they're, I think a lot of people are kind of looking at Hideo Kojima and they're like, you know, I know, I know you want to make this like never before made thing. Um, you know, he had the thing at the Xbox, whatever mm-hmm. with OD, um, where yep. it's like, this is going to be, you know, like nothing you've ever seen before. Um, and death straining, that's how it was kind of built. And, um, even though this is like, even though he admits like, this is kind of like a culmination of his, entire career and he's kind of coming back to his roots he does say specifically like you've never played a game like this before like mm-hmm. it is it is a it is both a game and a movie and oh, yeah. um, a music experience and just I, I saw that and I was like Alan Wake <laughs> yeah I mean a more than likely it's still just a game but um but you really I mean who knows um who knows what it's going to be I you know I mean we we haven't had a whole lot of time to dig into the Metal Gear Solid universe, but you know maybe maybe that is what we yeah. want. Maybe that is. I played the first want. game. I'm excited yeah. to play the rest of them. Yeah. Um. So I don't know. Um. Yeah. He talked about that. Also, just for people, just so people don't say otherwise, uh, they did also show off a trailer for uh, Zenless Zone Zero. Is that what it's called? Zenny, yeah. Zenny, Zenless, Zenless Zone Zero. Um, it's a Hoyaverse, yeah, Zenless Zone Zero. Um, Hoyaverse, uh, people that what made Genshin Impacts and uh, Honkai, Honkai Star Rail. Ah. Um, yeah, it's their new game that's more kind of like an urban kind of energy, like super stylish, um, fighting in a city kind of thing. I don't know what the, I think 
maybe it's supposed to be like third person action ish kind of thing. I don't know. Um, but yeah, that they showed up. Um, I don't, I had assumed it had been announced before, but maybe it hasn't. I don't know. It was just an in development for PS5. So it's coming to PS5. Um, yeah, but yeah, Corey, um, by and large, a lot of cool stuff. Excited yeah, about I would it. agree. Um, yep. it's, it's, a uh, it's, if nothing else, you know, we got some cool release dates for a few more things coming out in the spring. So it kind of fills that out a little bit. Um, all we need is a nice little Nintendo direct and, uh, we'll be filling this bad boy out. If they come out with a Nintendo direct and they say switch to, uh, May 3rd, I'm going to cry. My brain might explode. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I would, I would be excited though. I'd be very excited out of joy. Um, but yeah, Corey, what, what we'll probably be playing until May 3rd of this year, whenever the switch Two releases, um, Yakuza, like a dragon. Yes. Infinite Mm -hmm. wealth. Mm -hmm. Um, we've still been playing that. Um, you are still further than me. I am getting there. Um, I am progressing along. Like I said, I it's it has been such a weird thing where it's like, man, it hits like I'll be sitting there and I'm like, man, I feel so tired. I need to Mm -hmm. like I've I've been playing for a little while, but I'm just like I'm feeling I'm feeling it. I you know, it's gotta be it's gotta be late. And then I look at the clock, it's like 10 30. I'm like, yeah. man. <laughs> like, Jesus. Getting old. I yeah, it's it I have not been holding. Um, but yeah, so I haven't I haven't like gotten any huge play sessions in, but I'm in like chapter five now. Mm-hmm. Um things are getting rolling. Like, you know, some of the some of the mysteries kicking off. We're getting more of the um, some of the party in there. We're getting mm-hmm. some of the, like I've gotten some of the Sujimon mm-hmm. stuff going down. I still haven't gotten to Dondoko Island, which you, yes, Corey, I have. Um, mm-hmm. not to, not to give it away, but you've been spending all of your time. Apparently. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, I have. Tell, tell me about it. How's that going? And so, um, to spoil a little bit for you, Dondoko Island opens up in chapter six. Mm-hmm. Um, a little ways into it. Um, I will say the job system opens up very late in this game. Uh, okay. If you haven't gotten it yet, it's very close for you to be able to get it to where you okay. can change jobs finally. Um, but uh, the game kind of reaches a, a lull in the story. I would say there's like a moment where it's just like, okay, everyone's gonna kind of got to do some things. Yeah. And you're left with like, not much to do. Um, some things happen and you wake up on Don Deco Island. And what Don Deco Island is, is it's effectively um, Infinite Wealth's um, big mini game. Uh, mm-hmm. Like a Dragon, Yakuza Like a Dragon or Like a Dragon 7 had their big business mini game or Ichiban's Confections, yeah. uh, where you created this massive business, which was also just a money hack in the game as well. Um, this time around, they are doing Animal Crossing in Don Deco Island. Show up on this island. This guy's like, this used to be a beautiful island. Now there's these waste pirates. They filled up this island with garbage. I want to make a five-star resort because I want people to come in and see this glorious island. 
And as Ichiban Kasuga always will, he's like, I'm here to save the day. I will get rid of these people. I will make the best island that you have ever seen. And that is what you do. And it is beat for beat, like an homage to Animal Crossing. Mm-hmm. Um, it's them having fun with it. It's um, like you are putting in, sorry, I'm getting ahead of myself. You are clearing trash off of the island with a bat because what else are you going to use? As you, it's one swing to the trash pile and it's gone and you collect plastic that way. That's a resource. Now you Love it. Destroy a bunch of garbage disposals. You get a bunch of plastic. You go, you break a bunch of rocks, chop down a bunch of trees, all with your bat, because what else would Ichiban use? You have a bunch of resources, and now you're going to build a picnic table. You're going to set your picnic table out there, and it's going to give your island some more satisfaction, some more use um, to get you some points there. You need a 1,000 satisfaction and like 700 like use. I can't remember the actual term is, to get a... One star resort island. Good. Um, but also you need some other things. And so I built a public restroom Ooh. and it's this dirty, greasy ass public restroom off in the corner, but gets me customer satisfaction. Um, I've also built like a little market and some benches, some light poles, some security cameras, X, Y, Z, you name it. I'm building it. Um, the, they call it the DIY bench table because that's, what it is the little um video clip or animation that they use for ichiban making it makes me cackle every time mm-hmm. it's like three hits with a hammer like three saw things and it's just him going like, zzz, zzz, with a screwdriver and then he to his right he's like look at this couch i just made in three seconds you're welcome and uh it's it's wacky it's hilarious it's everything you would expect this team and a Yakuza Animal Crossing to be. It's 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 hilarious. I'm having fun. I'm having so much fun with it. Uh, I've been able to go back for a while now and how you go back. I won't spoil how you go back to Hawaii actually, but it's very Yakuza. Okay. Um and when, when I say that it means it's the weirdest way possible. Okay. Um but it makes sense. But also going on the island, you're you're catching bugs as well. You can go fishing. Um, but there's these waste pirates and they're dumping all this trash on the island. And sometimes they will just show up where you'll see them roaming and you have to fight them. And it's not the turn-based combat. It is like regular fighting. Oh, okay. And it's, it's weird. It doesn't play super great. I'm being honest. Um, but I see what they're going with it. It's you just have your bat and you just whack as quick as you can. And you can like do a little dodge roll. Um, there's not a lot going on, but you only have like, you have like, um, almost a legend of Zelda hearts. And so I have four hearts right now. And depending on how much like good uh, or how well your home on the island is decorated with how much stuff increases your health or decreases it. Um, and so, like, I have a nice couch, a little liquor cart, um, some plants, a table in my ho- in my house, which is increasing my health. Um, there is a story going on there as well that I want ex- that I won't uh, uh, spoil for people. But I mean, the fact that they have gone and made this gigantic second game within this game mm-hmm. is astounding. And I mean, this team is very ambitious. They love doing things like this. And so not only to have the Sujimon League, their like Pokemon homage, but to have this Animal Crossing homage in here as well. That's fully fleshed out. 
makes honestly a lot of sense as you're doing it. There's like a very clear progression system. It, this is not a half-assed mini game or second game in the game. They like devoted hours to making sure this works and like you can design your island however you want um you are placing things which you where you want you can build i mean you can build a toilet like i said you can build a public restroom you can build a bench you can put in a traffic cone an oil barrel just an oak barrel you name it you're building it place wherever you want and you can design it how you want and i think it's wonderful it's so fun um i'm just having a absolute blast with it and it's a little annoying that i'm having so much fun with it because i'm like i would like to get back to the actual game yeah but at the same time like do i just do i do i just play don deco island through to the end and i don't know i might i mean that's just kind of how it goes with (laughs) with this i feel like um because i mean it was the same way with ichiban confectionaries where it was like i just did it for seven hours it was like ah this is this is yakuza now for me um and i'm completely happy with that and again it's one of those things where it's like it's super nice that they just have like that range to be able to to do that um where like yeah you don't have to do it i mean arguably like there's you know, like in uh, Yakuza 7, there was, you know, if you wanted to get enough money, you, you kind of had to do at least yeah. a little bit of it. Um, but, you know, you're not railroaded. You're not forced to, like, go super hard on all of these things the whole way around. Um, you, so. You do have to do a little bit of it. Like, the game yeah. does force you before it lets you leave the island. Yeah. Um so it's I you know they'll like I I I think it's a it, again it's one of the strengths of Yakuza is just the fact that they are able to pull all of that in that they're mm-hmm. able to do so much stuff be able to have like a robust like Pokemon like thing have you know this crazy taxi little game mm-hmm. have like a Pokemon Snap kind of you know, sub mini game too. Um, the giant labyrinth like battle maze as well. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's just, they, there's this, like the fact that they are able to do all of these things and constantly do them well is just a, just a huge triumph. I will say, I do want to say like my contribution to this week's Yakuza talk. Um, one of the things that I am disappointed about, oh. um, I I am somewhat disappointed in the like the voice acting like kind of what's going on with some of it like some of it not all okay. of it. like Ichiban's voice actor great yeah. um some I mean plenty like Eric Tomizawa I'm I'm really enjoying him like um some of the original cast you know very early on like Nanba and Adachi like seeing them awesome um but so kiryu his english voice actor so i'm playing it in english because like i played i played seven in english i have no issue playing it you know because i've played the other yakuza games i've played those with the japanese voice track Mm -hmm. and kiryu's kiryu's 
voice rocks in Japanese. Um, but I played, I'm used to Ichiban in English. It mm-hmm. just kind of like seems, seemed like the thing. Um, Kiryu, and I remember it in seven, and I didn't remember it until I ran into Kiryu again, but like Kiryu's English voice actor is, is I mean, his actor, who knows, but like the Kiryu's voice not not hidden it's it's not yeah um it doesn't i think i think i get used to it and it doesn't bother me but and i and i also do like there are plenty of moments where it is fine but there is a level to it that seems like this just doesn't it seems like it needs to be a whole different other voice. <laughs> it doesn't feel like it needs, like this is Kiri's voice. Um, yeah. So I mean, there's, there's, sorry, there's times where it just, it doesn't sound like he'd be the dragon of Dojuma. Right. Um, he's also like, at this point, he's like 60, you know, is he that old. Yeah. I mean, he's because he was, I mean, this takes place in the, in the 2020s. Um, this let's see uh yakuza zero took place in the 80s so he would be i'm looking how old was he yeah um how old was he in yakuza zero because he would have been like in his 20s probably i don't know when was he born when were you born kiryu um, Kiryu was born 1968. So yeah, he would be mid fifties probably in, I mean, each um, one's 45. So in the game, yeah, it's true. Um, but so I say, say that I say like, he's, he's not super bothering me now. Like it, it's just a, it's a weird thing. You kind of got to get and in, okay. in infinite wealth. Yeah. Okay. That's old. That's fair. Um, so, you know, he's, he's doing fine. But so for one, there are some voices that like, just, you know, like the kids say that they ain't it chief. Like they're, they're (laughs) not, (laughs) they're not doing it for me. The first one where I was like, this is borderline. Like this is like almost offensive. (laughs) What this is, is I can't remember her name, but she comes up to you outside of, no, um, she comes up to you outside of the revolve bar and she like works uh, at the bar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I know and she's about. like, she's the like yeah. half Japanese, but she's also from Georgia. It's so bad. there's this like there's this countryness to it. And like sometimes it sounds fine. But then she says like she swears and it sounds absolutely awful. Bad. And there are a couple of voices that are like that where it's like, it feels so wrong. And it's one of those things, like one of the things that does legitimately kind of bother me. And I think would be so much better is the fact that like, even on the Japanese track, like it does it a little bit better on the Japanese track, but I've heard people say it's not consistent is that like, I do feel like it being in Hawaii, there should be, there should be like a blend of voice tracks like it should be you know um you're talking like if you're playing the english track you know you're granted like it's it's a hard thing to do if you're playing the english track um but it does seem like they kind of completely gloss over the fact that like ichiban is not talking to these people in english like it seems like everybody 
kind of understands mm-hmm. you, no matter who you're talking to. But it's um, a huge issue at the beginning of the game, and then they just forget about it after right. like two hours. <laughs> right. Um, and I switched over to the Japanese track a little bit, and you do hear like there's talking in Japanese. Some of these other people are talking in English. So I'm like, okay, but I've heard people who are saying like, but sometimes it's not consistent. And sometimes you'll hear like this actor, they like have a different voice actor in, Hmm. in English and Japanese, or this person is an English actor, but then they're giving their lines in Japanese and they sound like very bad and then vice versa. And it's like, it seems like regardless of what you choose, there's like this level of inconsistency where it's like mm-hmm. there's a quality inconsistency about it that seems really weird. Um, and it's not like, it's not detracting, like it's not sitting there taking me out of it, but like, um, you know, I, I don't think it's a, I don't think it's a spoiler quote unquote. Um, Cause he has been in a lot of the marketing materials, but like Danny Trejo is in it. Yeah. Um, his, you know, his voice delivery I didn't love it. Um, you know, it's about what I expected though. Yeah. I mean, granted, and that was the kind of the thing I was like, ah, I mean, it's Danny Trejo. It's, I, mean, I can't be like, I can't be too, too picky about that. But like, yeah, it, it, it has just been a thing where like, whenever, whenever it stands out, it stands out. Um, it's not like consistently bad. It just seems like it's a thing where, you know, it, it seems like it's popping up more. And I think Mm -hmm. it has to do with the fact that it is the first game that's set not in Japan. So they're having to navigate Mm -hmm. this. Whereas before it was just like, everybody's talking Japanese. And if, if we use the English track, they're, they're still talking Japanese, quote unquote. Um, But you know, you're just hearing them in English. Whereas with this it's people talking legitimately different languages. And that's a weird thing to, to kind of navigate. Um, so I get the, I get the struggle there, but it has been like, I've noticed it on more than one occasion where I'm like, man, this is like some of these voices, they're a little weird. (laughs) It's getting a little weird for me. Uh, yeah, they're a little weird. I've kind of just like pushed past it and accepted it. I'm like, "Eh." Like Uh, this is their first time, like stepping outside of Japan and there's going to be some growing pains with that. And I, I just really love the fact that. One, I love the fact that they spent so many games developing this one area. Yep. And then they're like, we're going to, this is what we've always done, but we're going to take a big swing this time. We're going to do it a little different. And there, there's growing pains with it, but I, it's, it can be pretty rough at times. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it's a, it's a, it's a weird little thing, but it's, um, yeah, it's it's also, I mean, it's also a big game. You know, may, maybe you don't game. run into some of some of these people. You know, you, and if you do, you you can just chalk it up to the fact that ah, it's Yakuza. Like, yeah, it's just, maybe it's on purpose. I don't yeah, know. it might be. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm I'm excited to get to Dondaku Dondoko Dondeku Island. Um, I'm also excited to get jobs because I haven't yet. Yes, um, assume that. Yeah, that'll be very exciting for me um, because I do. I mean, you know, it's it's an exciting part about those games, just getting the chance to to kind of dig into that. So I'm I'm looking forward to it. Um, Yeah. Corey. No, go ahead. No, you do have to buy them, which I don't like. Um, That isn't like. How did it work in Yakuza? 
seven. Um, I can't remember if you have to buy them or not, but if you did, regardless, I'm not the biggest fan of that mechanic. Uh, but still, um, it is good to have them. I have like a Luau Dancer and like a Surfer right now. There's like a one other one that I picked up that I haven't started using yet because I don't want to change Ichiban and Kiryu from a hero in Dragon of Dojima classes. Mm-hmm. I just don't want to change them. And so it's uh, Tomi and Chitose are currently different classes. Okay. Um, yeah, I... Uh, interesting. So Yakuza 7, they also did not unlock until Chapter 5. Wow. Um, yeah, so maybe it's not all that late. Um, but... Trying to see if there was some sort of yeah. This article isn't showing me. Oh well, how oh, you well. how you get them? Um, but yeah. Well, this I don't know. Who knows? Um, yeah, Corey. I'm excited to keep talking about it. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah. Uh, do you got anything else before we wrap it up, Corey? No, I think um, pretty comprehensive this week. Love it. Um, Corey, next week, we'll uh, we'll probably talk a little bit more Yakuza. Maybe we'll have a special episode, Corey. Maybe we talk about, um, to be fair, we have not talked about the games that we're looking most forward to um, in 2024. So we could talk a little bit about that. Mm -hmm. Um, Who knows? Look forward to it. Helldivers 2. I might. I'm waiting to... I, I'm trying to get people to jump on it because it feels like a, a game multiple people need to have. It's forty dollars. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm waiting for reviews to drop. It feels very late for them not to have dropped already, which is a little worrying. Um, but I might be bringing Helldivers two next week. We're, okay. we're gonna see. Okay, love it. Um, yeah, Corey. Um, until next week, though, uh, why don't you tell people where they can find you on the internet if they want to find you on the internet? On the internet, you can find me at hash.slingin.thrasher on Instagram. And that is about it. Uh, you can find us on Gmail at arcadecozy uh, at gmail.com. Yeah. Um, where can they find you or can they not find you? And if they can't find you, Chris, who can they find in replacement of you oh, this week? Um, you can't find me on Instagram, really. Um, I mean, you could not there. I'm not doing much. Um, I did get a message earlier this week. Uh, shout out. Somebody was like, I was like, Hey, uh, I was wearing one of your shirts. Um, <laughs> haven't, haven't seen anything from you in a while. Hope everything's good. And it's like, yeah, yeah. Thank you. Good. Um, hope you're doing well. I don't know what to say. Um, yeah. Arcade cozy at gmail.com. You can find us. Uh, uh Johnny because 89. Uh, intro and outro music you can you can hear him um if you want to follow somebody on instagram though Corey, uh what's his name um tobunobu itagaki Corey, um team ninja guy Mm -hmm. um he has the long hair and the sunglasses you might know him um maybe he has an instagram i don't know i'm gonna look it up really quick um, Itagaki Instagram. Let's see. 
that's not him. Um, <laughs> follow Team Ninja. Follow there Team we. Ninja on Instagram. Go. Yeah, all your Rise of the Ronin uh, news. Um, he's gonna they'll they'll keep you updated. Um, yeah, but until then, Corey. Uh, yeah, this has been Arcade Cozy. Life Sectic. Why should your Why should hobbies, your hobbies be, be too? Don Deco Island. Oh yeah. <laughs>